the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Oh, this story. Um, I'm going to have to go take a shower after this. It just... It's just sickening. This is this is just a sick story, and we're seeing far too many of these in the Christian community. Now listen, Christians are not perfect. None of them. No pastor is perfect. You know the old saying, if you're looking for a perfect church, don't go there because when you get there, you ruin it. And that's true. Uh, I had the privilege of pastoring for 25 years of wonderful church, but something I told my congregation constantly. Folks, listen, if I haven't failed you yet, be patient, because I will. Because I'm human. Don't want to fail, didn't want to fail. You know, who wants to fail? But I wanted my congregation to know I'm not perfect. And it wasn't then, and I'm, and I'm not now. But with all that said, God has called us as followers of Jesus Christ to a higher standard. Something that has been almost completely and totally lost in the evangelical church today is the teaching, the preaching, the emphasis on holiness. When was the last time you heard a sermon on holiness? Oh, we want to be hip. We want to be cool. We want to have the latest technology. We want the latest this, the latest that. We want to be appealing. We want to be seeker sensitive. We don't want to offend anyone. But what about holiness? The Bible still says, come ye out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Touch not the unclean thing. Let no corrupt communication come out of your mouth. You are called to holiness. Be ye holy as I am holy. And dozens of other scriptures that call us not to be prudes. And I'm not talking about legalism, folks. Listen. God delivered me from legalism a long time ago. Just like liberalism destroys everything it touches, so does legalism. I'm not talking about legalism, but I'm talking about holiness and biblical separation from the stench, the filth of the world that we live in. God has not called us to be Try to be just as much like the world as we possibly can be in our dress, in our music, in our habits. And so God has not called us to be like the world. God has called us out of the world and told us to be different, not weird, 
I, hey, I have known a few Christians that had the spiritual gift of weirdness, but it didn't come from God. I'm not talking about weird. I said all that to get to this story. Most of you are familiar with Hillsong Church. Started in Australia, came to America, huge church in New York, other places around America, other places around the world. And it was all started by Brian Houston. Well, we knew that Brian Houston stepped down as the leader of the Hillsong movement back, uh, it's been several months ago, because of accusations that he hid the sexual abuse of his father. I don't know anything about that. And I thought, why would the son be responsible for the sexual abuse of the father? And Australian authorities are saying, well, you should have reported and you didn't, so you're guilty and blah, blah, blah. And so Brian Houston stepped down because of those accusations. And I thought, well, that's a little weird, but... Well, we're finding out there was a whole lot more going on with the uh, founder of Hillsong. Here's the headline. Hillsong founder Brian Houston was drunk inside a woman's hotel room for 40 minutes, the church reveals. Yeah, here's the story. Hillsong Church founder Brian Houston violated the church's code of conduct by entering the hotel room of an unidentified woman for 40 minutes while under the influence of alcohol and prescription drugs for anxiety during the church's annual conference. Yeah. The church's annual worldwide conference at the conference, Brian Houston got drunk as a skunk. Now, when and where did he get drunk as a skunk? He was drinking with other church leaders in the hotel. Houston met the woman, who was not a member of Hillsong, in the foyer of the Pullman Hotel where several Hillsong officials were drinking. It was after one of the conference nights, and he was drinking with a group of church leaders. Okay, now, folks. Now, those of you in Washington, D.C., you don't know where I stand on this, but I am a teetotaler. I don't judge other people. I don't try to beat people over the head with it, but I hate alcohol. I do. I, I was a pastor for many years. I did too many funerals. I did too much, too much marital counseling. I have seen what alcohol does to individuals, to families, to marriages. I have buried too many people. So I hate this stuff. Now, if you agree with me, I, okay, I am not going to judge you, and I'm serious about that. I don't try to judge someone's spirituality, but I have said this on my program over and over again, and I will say it again today. I am deeply, deeply, deeply concerned about the change in attitude towards drinking in the evangelical church. You go back 30 years ago, if you were an evangelical Christian, 
you didn't drink. Period. End of story. You just didn't. Fast forward to today. It is so accepted. Now, I don't care what you believe about alcohol, social drinking. The Bible is absolutely clear. Drunkenness is bad, wicked, evil. It is wrong. It is sin. And here are the leaders of one of the world's biggest church groups at their own conference, drinking so much that the leader gets drunk. Where was somebody saying, hey, Brian, you're, uh, <clears throat> you're drinking a little too much? So what happens? Now, he's drunk. He goes up to his, the, the floor of his room. He can't find his room. He's so drunk. So he knocks on a door, and a woman comes to the door. And guess what? She's drunk. Oh, yeah, she was at the conference, too. Yeah, she was attending the church conference, and she got drunk. And so she opens the door, he goes in, and he spends 40 minutes in this woman's room. Not his wife, he didn't even know who she was. Now, what happened in that room? Well, Brian Houston and the woman say, we don't know, we were too drunk. I am not making this up. I am not making this up. This is one of the world's most influential Christian leaders. This is the founder of Hillsong. And he's drunk out of his mind. Yes, he was taking prescription drills, prescription pills as well. Duh! I assure you on the bottle it says, don't drink alcohol while you're taking this. So he and the woman both say, well, we don't know what happened. Did we have sex? Well, we, we don't know. We were both we were both drunk, but <sighs> And here's the sad thing. This was in 2019. The church didn't do anything about it until it became public. The leaders of the church, Hillsong. Didn't do anything about it. Now, I have no idea what they were saying. Well, it's just Brian, and he was just drinking, and he's been under a lot of stress, and he needed to, you know, kick back a few. And, you know, the woman, we don't know whether they did anything or not, because neither one remembers, so, you know, we can't. That was in 2019. They didn't do anything about it until it became public. And then the leaders step up and go, oh, well, you know, Brian's already stepped down as leader of the church because of these legal things with the Australian government. Maybe maybe he should just continue to step down. What does this do to the cause of Christ? Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Just one more word on um, this Hillsong debacle. Beware of celebrity preachers, folks. 
beware of celebrity preachers. Now, that is not an indictment on megachurches. Not in any way. There are many, many, many megachurches that are just doing wonderful, wonderful things for God. And they've got humble, godly pastors at the helm. But they're not celebrities. They may be the shepherd over a huge, huge flock, but they're not treated like rock stars. They don't think they're rock stars. They don't act like rock stars. They don't dress like rock stars. They're just humble servants of God that God has blessed in a unique way and has given them authority and the privilege of being a servant shepherd over a large congregation. I just want to make it clear. I, I What I'm saying is not an indictment, but be cautious and careful of celebrity pastors. Shall I start naming these celebrity pastors who have drugged the name of Christ through the mud in the last 10 years? I think you know who most of them are. And it's, it's just incredibly sad. And again, nobody's perfect. But God has called all of us who follow Christ to a higher standard. And those who are put in the place of spiritual leadership are in, in an even higher place of stewardship, accountability. No one is above accountability. I believe in strong pastoral leadership. I really do, and I think it's biblical. But not without accountability. Nobody is above accountability. And that's the problem with most of the rock star preachers. They have no accountability whatsoever. They're surrounded by a bunch of yes people who worship them almost as much as the congregation does. And I will leave it at that. I've probably ticked off enough people already. This is hard to believe. I know that ESPN leans to the left. I mean, they really do. Of course, they're owned by Disney. And the story that I read to you earlier indicates just how far left Disney is going. And I read this and I thought, no, this didn't happen. Oh, yes, it did. On Friday... As ESPN was covering the NCAA Women's Basketball Tournament. By the way, all of us here in Buckeye Lander <clears throat> mourning our Buckeyes lost. But anyway, um, during Friday's ESPN coverage of the Women's National Basketball Tournament, on two separate occasions, the female hosts on ESPN decided to have a moment of silence. This is the NCAA Women's Basketball Tournament. Yeah. Two minutes of silence in a nationally broadcast program. A basketball tournament. So why did they have two minutes of silence? Uh, Did a basketball player die? Oh, no. A coach? No. Athletic director died? Uh, no. 
Uh, one of the teams was in a serious bus crash on the way to the tournament, and uh, they're not going to be able to play in the tournament because they were all in a bus accident. Uh, no. Twice, they had a moment of silence for the Parental Rights in Education bill in Florida that the liberal left is wrongfully saying it's the don't say gay bill. I'm not making this up. Now, those of you, are, well, most of you who listen to Christian radio are smarter than the average bear, so you know it's not a don't say gay bill. It simply prohibits teachers in kindergarten through third grade going into graphic sexual education with little bitty children. Hello? I would say that's common sense. Can't do it. Kindergarten through third grade. And when sexual issues are discussed, it has to be age appropriate. Can't be discussed kindergarten through third grade. In later grades, it's got to be age appropriate. What is wrong with that? Oh, it also requires school districts to communicate with parents if their child is having problems with gender identity, sexual identity, and so forth. The parents have to be notified if the child, their own child is struggling. Yeah. Who in their right mind would oppose that? The loony left. And so the two hosts decided that they would mourn the fact that parents in Florida would actually be protected and children in Florida would be protected. Courtney Lyle and Carolyn Peck never heard of either one of them. But it was the South Carolina Howard University game on Friday, and twice they decided to do two-minute moments of silence. Uh, You can't make this kind of lunacy, craziness up. Talk about the inmates running the asylum? Yeah. All right. Hey, folks, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me, those in Ohio, those in Washington, D.C. Have a wonderful evening. But wherever you go and whatever you do, please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.